Hi, and welcome to Ohanga. My name is Nick Johnson, and today I'll be speaking with Andrea Mason. And uh, Andrea, what kind of art do you do? Um, so I work primarily with resin, um, epoxy resin. Uh, so I've been making jewelry, um, goddess figurines, uh, trays, coasters, and uh, lately I've been moving into working on wood surfaces, making tabletops. Um, yeah, and in my designs, I really like to use um, pressed flowers and crystals. So it's really like nature inspired, floral inspired. Awesome. And how did you get involved um, with art in general and making uh, the art you make today? Mm -hmm. Um, well, so design has always been part of my background, I guess. I went to University of Rhode Island and studied fashion design. Um, I loved fashion at first. That was like, I guess, where the art was kind of coming out was just like the love of dressing myself um, and the love of clothes and fashion. So I studied design at URI. Um, but I just started working with epoxy resin um, back in April, 2020. So a little over a year ago now, it was the middle of quarantine. And I just remember having this moment where I was like very bored. Um, I was sitting at the kitchen table looking at, um, some flowers that I bought for myself. And I just was looking at them like, I never want this flower to die. Like, it's just so beautiful. Like I wanna encapsulate it forever. Um, and I'd followed some epoxy resin artists um, on Instagram. So I just thought like, oh, why don't I try that? Like, I have nothing but time. I'll just, you know, buy some online. And um, the rest is kind of history. I just kind of started making small pieces here and there, putting them on my Instagram and, and selling them. and yeah just kind of gone went from there that's awesome it definitely sounds like this new uh, artistic pursuit of yours was born out of a time of uncertainty um so it's awesome that you're able to take advantage of that yeah absolutely yeah it was very much a surprise but a happy happy welcome one absolutely is there any one particular person um that has influenced your artistic pursuit um, there is one artist on Instagram. I don't think she's on Instagram anymore, but her name is Jamie and she is the fiance of one of my favorite musicians, Tosh Sultana out of Australia. Um, so she works with resin art and I, I, I followed her because I followed Tosh and I, I just love what she creates. And I wouldn't say like, I started doing it because I was like, oh, she's doing it. I want to do it too. But it was more like, I was like, oh, you know, I've seen her do it. Like it must, I must be able to do it with, you know, this flower that I'm looking at. So, um, I would say, I would say she's an influence for sure. Awesome. A uh, quick side note, you have fantastic music taste. Tosh Sultana oh, is awesome. She's amazing. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um, it sounds like along um, with Tosh's uh, fiance, if I remember correctly. Yep. Um, so she's your main source of inspiration if you had to point to one. So would you say this has been more of a self-inspired endeavor then? 
Um, I would say self-inspired for sure. Yeah. Cause I wouldn't say I was trying to like, you know, copy what she was doing. It was more just like I, a resin was in my awareness because I watched her do it. But yeah, I would say it's self-inspired because it really came from a moment of like, you know, I want to make something beautiful. And then it brought me so much joy that I just wanted to do it again and again. And then seeing the joy that it brought other people, um, that, that becomes the inspiration too, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. And that um, kind of, I guess, pivots to the next two questions here. Uh, the first of which being, what motivates your art primarily? I would say a really deep love of nature. Like I just love the beauty of nature and I love creating pieces that show it, like my love of flowers and nature and um, what motivates my art. Yeah, something that's come up for me a lot too is like remembrance. Like I think as we get older, we like forget how beautiful the world is because you know we're busy and we have stuff to do. And um, I love helping myself remember by making pieces, but also like making something that will help other people remember. Very well said. And uh, similar to the last question, what inspires your art? Yeah, motivates and inspires are so similar, but I, I what what inspires my art? Yeah, I guess remembrance, nature, um, astrology also inspires my art a lot. Um, before I started doing art, um, I'm an astrologer at heart, but also by like profession too. So like the cosmos, crystals, like those things inspire me as well. Um, but yeah, I would say same thing, kind of remembrance of just like the beauty, the natural beauty that, that's around us all the time. Absolutely. You seem to be uh, very passionate and very drawn to um, nature and just exhibiting reverence towards nature and being able to dwell upon that beauty. Um, has that always been the case for you? Have you always kind of been um, enamored with nature and preserving its memory uh, for a long time? Or is this something that's relatively new to you? Um, no, I would say I always have been um, enamored is a great word by nature. Like I could sit and stare outside for a very long time. And I just feel like peace and calm being in nature and like I guess I just have this deep feeling of like nature gives us so much of what we need and like a lot of stuff that we think we need, like myself included, a lot of stuff that we think we need is just extra. Um, so yeah, I really, I just love the outdoors. <laughs> yeah, and have a great reference for it. Like nature is so perfect by itself. You know, that's how I feel. Absolutely. And you've kind of touched on a couple of themes that uh, resonate a lot within your art, but on a more general scope, what themes emerge from your art, would you say? And why do these themes emerge? Um, so something that's emerged from my art, which I, which kind of took on a life of its own is, is commemorating and memorializing like people who passed away and death, which I guess is another way of like honoring life. But um, 
I work a lot with flowers from funerals of people who passed away. Um, I've just started doing some pieces with ashes. People have given me the ashes of their loved ones, which I've mixed into resin and put into pieces. I've made a friend a piece with the ashes of a friend's dog um, for her partner. So yeah, death has definitely emerged too. Um, and I, I never sought to like work with ashes because at first, like truthfully, it kind of freaked me out, but I got used to it. Um, but yeah, just honoring death, which you like in the same way as honoring life because it's all one big, one big circle. So yeah. No, that's very interesting how, even though it was a little unexpected, you've kind of been able to not only preserve nature through your art um, and the memories of nature, but the memories of loved ones even through you know, using nature in your art. So that's, that's very cool. Totally. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I couldn't have said Absolutely. it better. Yeah. Awesome. So in the pursuit of your art, what obstacles have you faced? Um, um, well, specifically with resin art, um, in a practical, a practical obstacle would be like, it's very messy. <laughs> it's messy. Um, you can't get it on anything because it's toxic. You're not supposed to breathe it in. And I'm a very messy worker. Like I have it all over my hands, my hair. I cut my hair because I kept getting the ends of it and resin. <laughs> um, the fumes, um, you have to be in a properly ventilated space. So finding a space is kind of a challenge. Um, I feel like that's something I run into, whereas you know, other mediums, you know, like art, uh, drawing or painting, like, you know, you could do that in your room or whatever, but re resins definitely needs its own space and its own equipment. Um, so that's one obstacle. Um, just the transition into like being an artist, I think, took me by surprise. So um, trying to kind of fit that in to my lifestyle has been like an obstacle um yeah I don't know it's been really beautiful so yeah I can't really think of any more at the moment no no need to those are great answers um so you made the point that working with resin is a much uh different it requires like a much different setup than like a traditional um what would be thought of like as a more traditional art like painting or drawing um so what does your setup look like um is your workspace like messy or just in general, like where do you have to work um, in order to work with uh, the resin and other materials that you make art out of? Yeah, so right now I'm working out of a, the spare bedroom in my parents' house. So I actually, I was living with um, some friends and I moved home um, to save some money after starting this. Um, I guess that would be another obstacle. Resin's kind of expensive, um, but but my setup is in a spare bedroom. So I have plastic all over the floor to make sure that um, if anything drips, it doesn't get on the floor because it will harden to the wood. Um, I have a fan that I use to kind of like, like a big fan to blow out the fumes. Um, I have two tables, one for mixing and pouring resin like pyramids. I have another that's like lower and flatter for making trays. Um, I have a bookshelf full of like 
pressed and drying flowers. Then I have another shelf on the other side for like boxes and packaging orders. Um, I just cleaned it the other day, so it looks really good right now. But usually it's 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 a mess because I feel very inspired when I work. So if something calls out to me, like I just have to reach for it and I just have to like use it while it's like coming to mind. So usually there are cups and gloves and like flowers all over the place and and um, and stuff like that. But yeah, I've got to wear a mask, gloves, um, all of that. Yeah. Very cool. And what would you say is the ultimate goal for your art? What would you like your art to be or mean um, to the audience that is kind of taking it all in? I just keep coming back to remembrance, really. Like, just if the pieces I create could inspire remembrance when people look at it of how beautiful, like, the world the natural world around us is, you know, and walk away with like, wow, you know, nature, what we already have here is so beautiful. You know, if, if I can evoke that feeling in people, then I feel like my job is done. Um, my goal as of right now on a more practical level is to work more on furniture and to make big statement pieces, like big statement tables. So it's something that people use. Like I love practical, kind of would love to combine the practical functional of like a table with like fine art um, into one. I have this goal of making like a $10,000 table, um, which like, I don't know, the monetary part of it isn't even as important as like the energy that would go into it and like all the different detailing, um, so. Yeah. Absolutely. Great goals to have. And uh, finally, last question here, just more general. Is there anything else um, about yourself, about your art, about your life that you think is important uh, for anyone listening to know? Um, yeah, I guess one thing that's important is like, I, I consider myself an astrologer first. Like astrology is always at the heart of what I do. Um, it kind of guided me to art in a way. Um, I also do and offer astrology readings. So that's always kind of like that cosmic energy is always guiding what I do. Um, and it's infused in everything. Yeah, I guess I can't think of anything else. That would be it. Yeah. No, you've shared a lot. Thank you so much uh, for sharing your story and for your time today. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's been a pleasure, too.